Hi there. My name's Joshua, and I'm an accountant. And I'm Emily, and I'm a marriage and family therapist. On this podcast, we'll be talking about how to manage and organize your finances as a family. Every week, we'll offer practical advice and explore how our experiences impact the way we talk about money. This is Family Family Finances. All right. Well, here we are. Hi, everybody. Hi. Welcome back. Episode number three, if you can believe it. I know. And we're really going to dive into what we've been excited to get to today. Building a budget. Ooh, it's the big one. <laughs> so fun. And Emily and I, we actually really do have fun doing our budget now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we've been, I think like actively budgeting now for what, three years or so? I, I guess. I'm trying to think when we really started. Probably yeah. when we did move to Nashville. Yeah. So that would have been about, about three, three years, years. Yeah. yeah. Um, yes. And so what we're going to do is we're really going to break this down because we want to give you um, the steps you need, but we don't want it to be, you know, too much kind of in one go. Yeah. Um, this episode, Building a Budget Part 1, we're really going to focus on the foundations of a budget, the pieces that you need to get started. And Building a Budget Part 2, which will be the next episode, we'll really dive more into how to kind of critically examine like the findings from from yeah, this episode kind of, and this exercise. Yeah, I think that's the next episode we'll do will be kind of kind of that like ongoing monitoring, kind of adjusting, editing things as you're going mm-hmm. along. But this is this episode is really to kind of just give you your foundation of how to uh, build your budget and really how to start. Right. So yeah. we had our pre budget talk. Um, you know, last week. And if you haven't listened to that episode, please go listen to episode two, that pre-budget talk, um, you know, noting some of those things that you want to have set before you start this process. So, you know, looking at financial goals, um, as well as noting, you know, if there are any areas that you need to kind of be talking about or processing through. But here we are now at the foundation of a budget. So there's really three main components of a budget. Uh, The first is expenses. You have expenses that are fixed, meaning that they are ones that you have to pay every month. They're either a set amount or a set range um, or variable expenses. And those are things that can kind of vary month to month or can change. Yeah, they'll fluctuate and change. Um, But both under, you know, expenses, basically money going out. Um, The second component would be what money's coming in. So income, um, and that one's usually a bit easier, right? People mm-hmm. usually, <laughs> most people always know what money they're going to be getting. To come right, in. right. But there's some different things um, that go into that that we'll get to mm-hmm. uh, in a little bit. And then the third component, and this is the slippery one, um, mm. is surplus. Yes. So um, we we hope that you have surplus in <laughs> your budget. Ideally, you have a surplus. Yes. If you don't, there's... There's some other problems. <laughs> going There's on. other options, right? Yeah. Um, and we'll talk through some of those as we go on. But surplus in your budget, I think um, a lot of people who are not actively monitoring and budgeting yeah. think that they don't have a surplus. Oh, I remember when we first started to budget. This is this is like a memory that's like ingrained <laughs> in my brain at this point because. It was like maybe the first or second time like we were budgeting and we were kind of getting the hang of it. And um, we did our budget. And at the end, you know, kind of we took all of our income, we subtracted all our expenses and we said, okay, we should have an extra thousand dollars at the end of every month. Mm -hmm. And I remember looking down and going, where is it? Where (laughs) show us the money? Where is the money? (laughs) Because like at that point, you know, I had, you know, 
we kind of, you know, I had a full-time job. You were in grad school. So like there was like four months, five months mm-hmm. of, by, of this, um, by this point. So like in my mind, I was going, okay, we should have thousands of dollars somewhere. <laughs> and it was nowhere. Um, just yeah. could not find it. And um, so I think what you'll find um, as you start to build a budget and then as you start to edit, revise, you know, really start to make decisions about your money, uh, it's kind of like mining. You find these little treasures <laughs> of surplus. And then the point is that, you know, you can still spend that money if you so choose or you yeah. can save it. The point is that it is yours to decide what to do with. That's the best um, part. Woohoo. Yeah. So <laughs> let's let's just dive right into it. So let's kind of just, you know, go into the expenses here. And yeah. Do you want to... Do you want to talk some about fixed expenses? Sure, yeah. So like Emily mentioned, you know, fit your fixed expenses are those expenses that you have to pay every single month, no matter what, right? You're always going to have to pay them, and they're always going to be either a set amount um, or there's going to be some that are a set range as well. Um, so the first kind of – and I'm going to break these out into like different categories, mm. okay? Um, because you're not going to just take all of your expenses and write them all down. You're going to want to categorize them um, so you can kind of be- just better organize them. Uh, and so, um, examples of your fixed expenses, the first one I'm going to mention is your living expenses. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's going to include your rent or your mortgage. Uh, it's also going to include your utilities. So, the electric bill, the water bill, the trash bill, all of those um, utilities that go along with that. Um, and also insurance, okay? So, uh, life insurance or your renter's insurance or um, even your homeowners. homeowners. There you go, mm-hmm. homeowners insurance. Um, so that's going to be one category. Um, let me see. The next category I think that I would mention is debt. Okay. Um, money that you owe to, to lenders. So this is going to be your student loan payment or your car payment or your credit card payment mm-hmm. or your, any payments that you have for, um, anything that's going to any lender. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the next uh, kind of fixed expense I would look at are those that would fall under maybe the category of lifestyle. So this can be things like subscriptions. Um, Off the top of my head, you know, I'm thinking the subscriptions we have would be Spotify, Mm -hmm. Netflix, Disney Plus. um, All the things that replaced cable. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Um, Just repackaged differently and confusing because they're across. (laughs) 12 different services. Um, and I don't think you need 12 different services, by the way. <laughs> yeah. But that's another story. Um, yeah. Gym memberships or exercise class, you know, any kind yeah. of group that you pay a fee to be a part of, um, your phone bill. And also, if this is relevant to you, childcare expenses. Yes. Oh, that's a big one. Mm-hmm. That's a big one. Yeah. And then another, my favorite category personally is food. <laughs> so um, this would include groceries as well as, and, you know, we do find it very helpful that to break things out into these subcategories because yeah. it's one thing to know this is how much I spend on food in a month, and that will give you good information. But, you know, if you look at the breakdown and let's say you spent $700 on food in a month, right? Yep. And when you look at the breakdown, $200 of that is groceries and $500 of that is eating out at restaurants, it it might be a reflection yeah. moment, right? Yeah. Like, hmm, I wonder, you know, if one of your goals is to cut back costs or to, you mm-hmm. know, make some changes, that's going to be a place for, yeah. huh, I wonder what we can change here. But So it's yeah. helpful to know what you're paying specifically for different items as well as just the general category. Yeah. And, you know, groceries is always going to be one of those things that um, kind of has a range, you know, mm. month over month. 
Um, especially right now, you know, just, you know, the cost of everything is, is going up. Mm-hmm. So groceries is definitely, so it's helpful to know kind of historically what you've been spending on groceries. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can kind of start to see, um, if you're uh, having to spend more, um, month over month. And it still helps you plan, right? And I think something that you'll want to mention as well is this concept that you don't just want to set an amount at the beginning oh, of a month yeah. and say, oh, we're going to spend $400 on food a month. And then never check back in during the month to see how much money's being spent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because the the point of really the point of budgeting is that you would be proactively kind of watching your spending and monitoring your spending during the month so that you can um, kind of see um, what you've been spending during the month and kind of making sure that you're still within. Uh, the parameters of what you've set at the beginning of the month. How much you have exactly. left. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, and just as a, a – one of the reasons we like the app that we use, which is called Every Dollar So Much, is We're not sponsored, by the we're way. We're not sponsored. Just <laughs> we big just fans. We really like it a lot. <laughs> um, and we're customers, technically, yeah. But um, is that one of the functions is that you can look at a glance to see, you know, of your budgeted amount – this is how much you spent. This is how much you have left. And it really kind of gives you a great mindset. And you don't need an app to do that right. But this is that concept of it's not a set it and forget it and come back at the end of the month and go, oh, whoops, I went $200 yes, exactly. over budget. No, no, yeah. Right? You want to be tracking that. Um, exactly. One final fixed expense category I just want to throw out there. And we're covering some basics, right? You may think of other categories. Yeah. This is just kind of, again, if you've this never done you, this before, to get you to get started. started, that foundation. Exactly. Um, transportation costs. So gas, mm. which, again, is an item that you know right. you may see going up and down. I know <laughs> once Josh drove to drop our daughter off. Um, oh my word! For the day, yes, and then drove back to our house, and then later in the day drove back to pick her up. And on each time he passed the gas station, the price had gone up and then gone down and then gone up again. <laughs> yes, it literally fluctuated. It it was like it fluctuated ten cents each time I drove by. Ten cents up, then ten cents down, then another ten cents down. I think, but. Oh. It was, it's just wild. Anyway, Um, so that's kind of one of those, (laughs) if you have a car that uses gas, you know you'll have to pay for gas, but it's more likely to be a range, right? Because you can't totally predict. Um, Public transportation costs as well. If you have a Metro Pass or you just pay for, um, you know, bus tickets, et cetera. So those are some fixed expense categories. Let's talk also about some variable expenses categories. So variable expenses, these are going to be the things that, change month to month. Maybe you don't have expenses for this every month. Um, And so some of these might include uh, like health, Mm. um, health or vitamins or beauty. So I know, you know. Like a haircut. Like a haircut. Yeah. Yeah. Um, As well as vitamins. If everyone gets a cold one month, then you have to go pie Dayquil. (laughs) Us the entire month of April. the entire month of April. Yeah. (laughs) Um, We had to increase our budget item for health and medicine. We sure did. um, Substantially that month. We did. Um, But you may not be buying those every month, right? But you still want to know kind of generically on a monthly basis, how much are you spending? Yeah. And again, you know, you also may have to adjust your budget if you know, for example, that you are going to get a haircut that month. Yeah. Or I know something for us also that kind of falls under health or maybe we'd, we'd specify it a little bit differently is uh, where I wear contact lenses. 
Yeah. And so once a year, we have to buy contact lenses. Yep. And um, we're at that time of the year. We are at Here that time of the year. <laughs> so, you know, it's things like that, that you may not have a set amount yep. every month and that's okay, but you still need to plan for those. Yes, exactly. Exactly right. Mm-hmm. And so other categories would be kind of lifestyle purchases. Sure. So clothing. Like, yep. Clothes, shoes. Amazon uh, purchases. Mm, that's a good one. I wouldn't have thought of that. <laughs> Gadgets. You know, things that... Yeah. Other things. Yeah. Um, I, Which, guess, I guess this would also kind of go into like that kind of discretionary spending mm-hmm. or like almost like a personal allowance yeah. to yourself. Um, miscellaneous. Which, Which we think is important to yeah. include, right? Because sometimes you just want to have some money to be able to spend on kind of whatever catches your fancy, but you want to plan for that. Yeah. Um, And it's okay to allow yourself to have a little bit of extra spending mm -hmm. money, a little bit of wiggle room for those, you know, because there are times, you know, Emily and I will be out at, I don't know, Target or something. Mm -hmm. We'll see something and go, ooh. (laughs) (laughs) As one does at Target. (laughs) Ooh. (laughs) And so it's okay to allow, but the the point is, is that you, you know, you set aside that amount and mm-hmm. you allow yourself to buy because you've set that side amount, that and, amount aside. And this is where we, I know we talked in our last episode too um, about, you know, if you tend to be more of a saver or a spender. Yeah. And and that's why planning in to have discretionary spending can really help all sorts of parties. Yeah. Um, because the saver, you know, hopefully there's some reassurance that there's a there's a limit on this, right? We've We've planned for it. We've looked at it. We've set things aside for it. This is something that yeah. is is good to be used. And the spender also, you know, has the chance to spend money and not feel um, like they're getting judgment or, yeah, exactly. or that you know that you have something to, to use it on that you want to use it, however. Exactly. And so it could be beneficial for you and your spouse to each have like a separate, you know, line item for like your own personal discretionary spending. Mm-hmm. You know, so Emily and I, we don't do that. We just have like one line item for us where we kind of throw all mm-hmm. of those Things, but if that that could be beneficial to to people to have like their own like Joshua personal spending mm-hmm. or Emily personal mm-hmm. spending. Um, That's right, everyone. Put Joshua personal spending yes. and Emily personal Give spending me, in your yes. budget. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So other things yeah, that are variable else? expenses, and again, you can kind of play with these, right? So one that is big for us having a newly one year old daughter. She just turned one. That's last unreal. Week. But yes, um, but the baby expenses, baby expenses. They are still. There's there's still a lot of them. There's they still exist. I yep. don't even know if it's. I just see it as that's the real reality of having it a is, baby. Yeah. Um. And and that is true. The reality of having children is that you have costs. And so again, this is that you're thinking ahead, you're planning ahead instead of running around and buying you know diapers here and there and all these things and then going, oh my goodness, how did I spend all this money yep. on? Cute baby clothes at Target. We always right? <laughs> so at, at the beginning of every month, we always ask ourselves, okay, do we need to get anything for our daughter this month? Mm-hmm. Um, any like big upcoming purchases for her? So, if, for example, you, like today, that was we're heading hopefully into some warmer months, and she uses a sleep sack yep. to sleep in, which is like a small personal sleeping bag. It's very cute. It's very cute. Um, and she has one that's very heavy for the winter months and we know that we need to get lighter ones moving into the summer and we didn't really have anything else in the way of baby expenses that we knew we were going to have to get this month. We'll have to get some, some diapers and wipes, but it was, yeah, you know what, why don't we go ahead and get this now? And I will say, this is something that has worked very well for us. We have 
a set budgeted amount for baby expenses. We often come in underneath that. Yep. But again, you want to have a plan for your money. Yeah. Um, so I'm d- sorry, I got so excited to talk about that. I kind of no, that's dove all right. in. But other other variable yeah, expenses. I think um, another one would be um, like any like monthly giving you do or, you know, so tithing to, you know, a church or your community. Giving um, to charity. Charity is a big one. Um, these are things that um, can be a fi- it, can, it can be a fixed mm-hmm. expense, but oftentimes it can fluctuate as mm-hmm. well. Um, sometimes we like to just set aside a little money um, so that we can just give to other little various causes mm-hmm. here or there or yeah. to, to friends, you yeah. know. Um, um, another one, variable expenses, this is um, one I really enjoy, is presents. Yeah. Um, and I just a note, if you are in a financial position where you don't have a lot of extra money, right, I, I think it's important to say that you're never required to give people presents or I don't know. I think that's important to say like <laughs> sure. you can love and care for people without having to spend money on them. So I don't say add presents into your budget as a everyone yeah. should do this. That's something I personally really enjoy. Yeah. And also we budget for that. And so yes. all our friends and family out there <laughs> You're we, on our budget. Yep, you have your own line item whenever <laughs> yes. your birthday comes up. <laughs> yes, um, as well as travel, right? Yes. That's something that uh, yep. could change month to month. So we've kind of gone through, and and you could see how variable expenses, right? This is where you're going to encounter the most variety yeah. of of categorizing because it's a little more loose. Well, it's just that there are so many options, right? So yeah. something that we. You know, I can think of so many things that we don't spend money on that other people might like if they have a boat or if they have investments. <laughs> I'd love or, to have a boat. I'd love to have a boat. It's a dream of ours. We do want to have a boat someday, yeah. so it's going to happen. And a while from now, but yeah, we're <laughs> we're working towards it. Um, so so what you'll see is kind of the exercise we're really going to walk you through towards yeah. the end of this is you will have to assign. Every expense. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to th- talk about that a little bit? Sure. We yeah. can jump right into that now. So yeah. um, really the exercise that we would have you do um, after you listen to this episode would be uh, to, you don't have to print it out. You can just pull it up on your computer, but uh, get a copy of your bank statement for one month, right? So it yep. can just be the previous month. It can be another month. Yep. Any any month that's completed, if you were to say, you know, get your statement for the month of April, and you are going to go through, again, lots of different ways to do this. You can print it out, excuse me, track this with paper and pen. You can um, type it in Excel. You can mm-hmm. put it on a Word document. Um, yep. You can literally do it whatever way you want. Yeah. However you like to, however you want to do that, whatever, again, kind of pulling from our last episode, whatever is going to be... Um, the least inconvenient for you. <laughs> like whatever you're going to stick with. Yes. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, but this is kind of the first step, right? This is that foundation. So we would have you go through that statement for that month and write down every expense. So we definitely want you to highlight those fixed expenses because typically those are the expenses that month to month as you're creating yep. a budget, you're just able to copy over, right? There's a lot of value in removing work for yourself here. Yep. If certain things are the same for you month to month, just yeah. keep them. Um, but you'll also be able to see um, you know, every item 
as you're trying to assign it to a category, you know, what kind of expense is this? It's going to force you to look at where your money is going. And that's going to be hard for some people because I think I mentioned this before, you know, doing all of this really does make you look at yourself in the mirror. Like you are looking at how you are spending your money. And a lot of people don't like to do that. Um, But this is, it's going to be really helpful for you because you're actually going to see, okay, where is our money actually going? Mm -hmm. Um, It's super important uh, to do this. Yeah. And so what we would do is um, as you're going through, if you can add it to, you know, a category, if you need to add it kind of as a new subcategory, whatever, but you cannot skip an item. (laughs) Yes. You know, it's no, oh, that wasn't a big deal or that was a one-time thing. It doesn't matter if it's a one-time thing and you've never yep. paid for that, you know. Assign it to something. Assign it. Maybe it's just miscellaneous. Yeah. Maybe it's, you know, maybe you just add it as, oh, this month, which I never do, I printed photos of our family. Yeah. Okay, so add that under lifestyle expenses or personal expenses, photo prints. Yep. Right? It's, you know, I, I just want to emphasize that you want to be considering every item Um, You're also going to be noting all of your streams of income. So as Josh said, most people know where their income is coming from. However, I think it's important to note that, well, for a lot of people that might come from a paycheck, there are other streams of income you want to note as well. Yeah, there's, there's, there could be plenty. Like, you know, the most common one for probably everyone is going to be just their, you know, biweekly paycheck or or however often you get paid. Um, But there's other things, you know, any um, investments, you know, that you get deposited, you know, into your bank account that you cash out, Um, any side hustles or business income. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to say it, I'm going to say it, tax refunds. Okay. (laughs) I'm also going to say say this, your tax refund should be zero. I'll talk about it more in another episode, but We'll we'll do a tax planning episode at some point, I'm sure. I think you should. I think what you're trying to say also that should you plan your taxes accordingly, you should hope that your refund is zero, not so that you get no money, (laughs) but but so that that you get to keep all your money throughout the throughout the year. Yeah, yeah. But like I said, we'll talk about that more. But if you get a tax refund, that counts as as you'll um, want to include that as income, right? It's money coming in, and if you receive any kind of disability or social Social security Security. or income assistance, um, whatever that looks like for you, it's noting all the money that's coming in. Because again, you're going to want to take that income as the other right, the second other big component of a budget. You need to know how much money is coming in and you need to know how much money is going out. And the goal is that you have more money coming in than you have going out. Yeah. But I think a lot of people never actually calculate that, right? So uh, income is also something that if you do have a biweekly paycheck, especially if you're salaried, that's probably going to be the same, you know, every paycheck for every month. Yep. Um, If you're an hourly worker, that might vary a little bit. Um, what we do, uh, my compensation is technically hourly, so it mm-hmm. fluctuates little bits here and there. Yeah, it's generally the same. It's like a few dollars here, this way and that way. Yes, yeah. but so we we don't stress about no. you know forecasting the exact dollar. We'll put that you know expected general amount. Yeah, and when it comes in, we adjust yeah. right. So um, I just say that because for other people who are working hourly. Um, you might see more fluctuation there. And that's fine. You exactly. just want to have a, a general estimate. Um, 
And so the final thing, as you've gone through your whole monthly budget and you've listed out every expense and categorized it and you've listed out every income, you are going to want to add up the amounts of all of the income, add up the amounts of all the expenses and subtract your expenses from your income. Yep. We hope that there is surplus there. Exactly. And I, yeah, exactly. And I think, well, I guess we'll talk about in the next episode kind of what, what things people can do with that surplus. Mm -hmm. But the whole point of this is that you get an idea of, you know, how much money you should have left over Mm -hmm. at the end of each month, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of what what money you have left to play around with. Mm -hmm. And also very important, if you find out that your expenses are higher than your income, right? I think that is also a very common situation. Or or if you're like barely breaking even. If you're barely breaking even, right? It's going to give you an insight. where are things right now, yes. right? If we're going to go back to that roadmap, let me look around at the terrain. What is, what, a, what situation am I in right now? Um, and so next episode, we're really going to dive in. Like we said, let's say you do have more expenses than income or you're barely breaking even, and you want to make some changes. We'll really dive into that yeah. next week, how you can edit and customize, you know, cutting costs, um, readjusting, but I think uh, we've given you a great homework yeah, I think, assignment. I think you guys have have a lot to do. You know, I think um, I, I really just can't emphasize enough just how beneficial it is to really just get an understanding of where you are right now. Um, it's just really going to put you miles ahead of, of everyone else. And it's always going to be where are you right now so that you know how to get where you want to go. Exactly. That's exactly right. Well, thank you guys so much yeah. um, for joining. Uh, we look forward to hearing about how all of your budgeting yeah. is going. Yeah. Um, Reach out to us, you know. Reach out to us. I think, you know, find us on Instagram or, you know, wherever else you follow us. Yep. Um, but we're really enjoying doing this. We really just have a really good time. So thank you so much for, for listening. Yeah, thank you guys. Bye. Bye. Hi there. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to hear more about managing your finances as a family, please subscribe and listen to our weekly episodes. Thanks for listening.